fly through mirrors of self-love into the Goddess Money Creation Podcast with your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Money Coach. This podcast is all about soul mission, mindset, and money. Episode number 50, coming to ya. What's happening? I'm Jude Hotep. I'm the Goddess Money Coach. I coach how to activate your goddess and wildcraft greater revenue. We work together to ignite clarity and strength and create more money by dissolving self-judgment and soul-suppressing inhibitions. This episode is called Soul Mirror. We talk about self-judgment and dissolving its effects on our psyches and our hearts. We talk about letting it go and its effect on the construction of our money. How do you really do that, though? How do we let go of self-judgment? It sounds like a good idea, and sometimes we organically can let it go and completely shift, and that's amazing when that's organically happens. The effects of self-judgment on our life are like roots of a plant, and they reach out for nutrients in many different areas of our life. Since self-judgment impacts the way we see ourselves, it decreases our value in ourselves. When we feel inner conflicts with our self-value, we are creating from a less empowered state in our daily lives. You can find yourself seeking unconsciousness so you don't face that discomfort. Of, of your own self-judgment and the unconsciousness may not be easy to spot. You can find yourself avoiding new actions in your business because that expansion in your business takes self-worth and lifting and lifting yourself up in your mind the way you would celebrate a friend that is working towards new goals. The newer actions in your business, new projects, uh, changes, growth in your business, creating greater revenue, Maybe the energy of confidence and certainty, it could just be the energy, um, some of the new actions in your business that you're coming with, the energy of confidence and certainty about what you are creating and showing up with that energy to your projects and clients. What can we do to dissolve the self-judgment, though? The most important thing is to remember that it's a process Remembering that social media and marketing often causes us to dishonor our process as women and in life. So this work is a process. You might not get out of self-judgment in the exact moment that it is particularly acute, and you might be surprised to find self-judgment that was there conking you into many slumbers part of your days. Always taking the time to do soul mindset work through our root process of journaling it out One page is really all it takes to get something out. If you tend to go into a negative spiral, limit it to one page or a large paragraph and ask yourself, what is the essence of this self-judgment? Ask, what does my soul need me to know? If you are gaining a lot of clarity through your journaling, then feel free to journal as much as you need. You go through many seasons and phases with mindset work, so be gentle with yourself about where you are at this moment. Next, 
One of our anchor methods of mindset work in the Goddess Money Creation is to do thought-feeling action cycles. So take your page and as if you were going to number for a spelling test down the left side of your paper, write the letters T, F, and A down the page. The letters stand for thought, feeling, action, respectively. You plug your feeling of self-judgment into the feeling line and then... So write self-judgment there and then try to find the core thought that is causing that feeling of self-judgment. Take the thought that seemed to be at the root of your journaling and put the one short thought into the thought line and write that sentence, write that thought in that line. Now write all of your actions and inactions that you take when you think this thought and feel this emotion of self-judgment. What is happening for you? Are you avoiding work in your business? Write that down in the action line. Are you avoiding new projects or parts of your business where you will be in a more public or visible role? Write that down in your action line. Are you doing escapism behaviors to try to cope with the feeling? Write that down. Write everything down. So you want a lot in the action line where you only want one feeling in the feeling line. And yes, self-judgment is a feeling. It's an emotion. See if you can identify the behaviors that you may have been less aware of up until now. What is the energy you show up with? Write that down in the action line. Is it self-deprecating or demurring? Write all the things that you do and don't do, your behaviors, your energy, and actions and inactions in the action line. Be with that and, and look at that and let yourself bring all of that into your awareness. Let go of any aversion that you have to facing what you do when you are judging yourself. What are you doing with the thought, feeling, and action cycle? Is showing yourself that when you think this thought, you generate this feeling And then you do these behaviors or you don't do other behaviors that you'd like to do. You show yourself a breakdown of what is happening. We take it out of the realms of our unconscious half-awareness and bring it into the foreground of acute awareness of what's happening for us. This thought happens, it generates this emotion, and then it drives these behaviors for us. This is how we can bring it out of the subconscious patterns that we keep acting out and how we can ultimately transform it. Really look at the essence of your thoughts when you are feeling self-judging. We take this work a lot deeper in the goddess money creation. Self-judgment twists our insides because it is distorting our perception of our own innate intrinsic value. It is conflating what we do with who we are and the nature of our soul. It really is conditioned in the old world as the opposite, but the truth is people have reasons for what they do. They're not just good or bad. People that do the crimes and acts of torture and terror are under some function of the human condition, whether it is severe mental health issues or deep soul darkness, there's at least a reason. We can never necessarily know that reason, but when we look at even the most heinous acts and understand that people are not just bad or good, we can view life from an elevated perspective that raises our emotional intelligence. There's human conditioning that comes from deep within the subconscious that can sometimes never be understood to a degree of satisfaction except that there's deep darkness in souls sometimes. 
There's mental health issues, and there are facets to the human psyche that reach back into our history as a species and into the dark ages. Knowing that there is at least a reason lessens the fear of others and the fear of our own shadow. All humans go through mental health in some way, shape, or form. I think it's so important to humanity to keep lifting these stigmas so that there is a space held for all people to look at their shadow so it can be transformed. In some tribes in Southern Africa, crime and challenges in the community are handled in a vastly different way than Western cultures. If, for example, a person murders another person, their consequence in the community will be taken will be to take care of the family of the person they killed for the rest of their earthly lifetime. Others in the community see what the consequences for murder on all sides. They see what that what that experiences for the person who did it, for the family who lost their who lost their family member, and they see the consequences for that for the person who did it, and and they see the experience for all people on all sides. And so it detours the, the, the action, the crime. Also, the family is cared for monetarily and physically. The person who did the crime has a way to come back from the shame and the malefic self-worth that were part of the emotional cause for their actions and deep subconscious you know, parts of their human condition and psyche. They have a way to give to the community and to do something to be of value to the community for what was taken from the community and to still be integrated as a valued human in the community themselves. And so restoring their own self-worth, which would detour further, you know, further of a similar behavior in the future of them murdering again. And so while it is sad and possibly horrifying to experience, the way that this community handles handles it honors life itself and values life it values humans and their intrinsic value separate from their behavior and actions in western culture we don't have any type of experience for this way of handling the horrible parts of the human condition let alone any experience with viewing life in different perspectives and possibilities such as this viewing life and people from a soul mission from a divine view that there's always an intrinsic value in humanity and thus in each member of humanity. We are talking about here our own self-judgment and for things that our friends would never judge us for most likely. We often see our tribe, our friends and family judging themselves for things we would never judge them for. And so what do we do with this self-judgment? Another important component to dissolving judgment is to go to spirit. Do soul mission work. Always we're infused with spirit in every moment. And all around us, our life is infused with spirit, right? And ask for guidance on recontextualizing the experience for you so that some understanding can come in. Understanding massively alleviates the false perceptions causing your self-judgment. Go to your guides. Ask great spirit or your divine and be... Ask for, ask for your divine to be with you and to support you through transforming your judgment of yourself for your deepest unconditional love and unconditional self-acceptance. The last thing I want to share with you is the soul mirror. This is an amazing way to transform self-judgment and to dissolve it. This is a beautiful process and soul mindset work that you can do anytime you need it. It is a blessing that I often say to people that I wish for you loving mirrors and believing eyes. 
And if you have never thought about this concept of mirrors that we mirror each other in life, when a mother looks into her baby's eyes and smiles and loves the child, she's mirroring the self-value back to the infant. Our friends mirror back to us sometimes that we're projecting our emotions or we're upset or our friends mirror back to us our incredible talent and capability. We are all in some way mirrors for each other in life and it's not always conscious. So to have loving mirrors as you grow and change and go through any range of emotional experience and coaching, it's profound and supports the journey of changing beliefs, removing obstacles to greater and greater self-worth and ever deepening self-love, which increases your money creation. This process is so simple that it's easy not to do. So I really recommend giving it a shot right away and integrating it into your soul mindset work. It may also bring up challenging emotions. The soul mirror is finding the memory associated with the self-judgment. You go back to that version of yourself at that moment in your memory, in your mind's eye, and you look into their eyes and you look upon them in your memory with loving and believing eyes. You believe in that version of you then. You love them through that moment that is causing the judgment now. Whether you were angry or rude to someone, if you failed at something that was really important to you, if a business deal fell through, or if you have a long regret, look upon yourself then with love and compassion and support and nurturing. Clearing regret, shame, and guilt dissolves self-judgment. Regret, shame, and guilt are all obstacles to elevation, to creating greater money, They prevent you from making greater revenue numbers than you have previously made. So it it will hold a ceiling there. It'll create a ceiling. It keeps you from being more public with your work and your business. So anything that is preventing greater money creation, we want to clear. Obviously, it doesn't feel that great to be walking around with self-judgment heavy on our hearts or popping up in the background of all of our behaviors. If we don't deal with it, it will eventually... It will lead us to unconsciously acting in ways that create more self-judgment. And so that's the interesting thing about the human condition is that when we don't clear out these emotions and from our past that it creates this unconscious drive to behave in ways that create more of the same feeling. This unconscious pattern is what we show ourselves by writing out the thought, feeling, action cycles, bringing it into our conscious awareness so we have greater ability to transmute it. So use your soul mirror. Use your loving eyes to look back upon yourself in a singular moment of your past where whatever you did or whatever happened is currently bringing up self-judgment and look upon yourself with loving eyes. Love yourself through the emotions that it brings up. Talk to that version of yourself then and tell her it is okay. Tell her everything that you would say to comfort a friend or a child. Discuss what was going on and the subconscious patterns or triggers that she may have been acting out. Discuss with the you then in your mind how you can process it. Hear yourself out. What does she have to tell you from that moment? What was going on for her? My rabbit, Mr. Chester had a really traumatic and abusive first six months of his life. And I lectured these people until I convinced them to let me take him. And he came to have a very happy life and get a mate and mini treats. And he doesn't bite much anymore. But every once in a while, he'll just have this reactive 
um, reaction, this a little bit of re- of aggression or or just kind of have a startle, and rarely he'll he'll kind of have a, a harder bite, but but it um, it won't be a bite that even draws blood, and especially I've gotten um, the first year I had him, I got very skilled at. Um, avoiding that <laughs> after going into urgent care was one of his, uh, the first time he bit me. Yeah, it was really gnarly. So when I first got him, there was blood and then some really gnarly moments with him. But for a long time, you know, I just, I love, I mean, for, since I got him, I loved him through all of those challenges and him being startled or scared or thinking that my sleeve was, danger or the way my arm was covering over him or the shadow of my body or whatever, you know, that he was just having these reactions and he would get spooked or angry. And so I'd just pick him up and love him through it. And, you know, his, through his aggression and, and it's been amazing over the years to watch him, you know, know that he has just a loving home and, and he's taken care of and he just has everything a bunny could want. And can you love yourself through your own emotional growth? Emotional growth can dig up things from the past or recent past. You know, our recent past is even a week ago or a year ago or a day ago or, you know, the deep past. <laughs> so emotional growth can dig dig these things up can you love yourself through behaving in ways that you prefer not to can you love yourself through being reactive at times that is how you end creating new shame in your life is by loving yourself unconditionally no matter what when we love ourselves through even our darkest experiences we have more empowered capacity to change and grow and to be who we want to be behaving how we want to behave. Use this soul mirror process to go into your past and love yourself until the self-judgment dissolves. Have those conversations with that version of yourself and ask what is important for you to know about it. You can use this technique to love yourself in all the places in your past where something was challenging that happened or you went through a painful experience. So it doesn't have to be narrowed to self-judgment only. Any experience that you want to change the narration around and the reverberation into your now and into your future from the past, you can use a soul mirror technique. Take an experience from your past that brings up difficult emotions now and see yourself there with you. Like actually see you now with the version of you then. So two people in the room or two people in the vehicle or whatever you were doing in that moment. And And take, be nurturing with yourself, loving and supportive, and take that time to be with the you then, and what does she need? The nurturing, the loving, the support, and anything that you needed in that moment back then, see it playing out that way in your mind. The soul mirror process is incredibly powerful as you can actually rewrite your past. So you're actually rewriting the past when you imagine yourself there with yourself. You can, you know, like take yourself aside and say, what's wrong? You know, tell me all about it. You know, just cry it all out. I I got you. 
you know, or you can put yourself to bed and say, look, you know, I will just hold you until, until you feel better. Or what do you need? Do you need a glass of water or do you, um, need a blanket or, you know, let's go for a walk together and imagine yourself having a conversation with yourself and talking it out and what she was feeling and what she was going through. You actually can rewrite your past. You can go back into your painful memories and change the narrative that is reverberating into your now moment and into your future. And because of being able to change the reverberations, you change the limitations preventing greater money creation. You change the blocks to deeper self-worth. You shift into higher self-love for yourself. You change manifestation. You change, you completely alter your experience. And because of this, the soul mirror is incredibly potent. The soul mirror will change your perceptions of yourself. It turns up the dial on unconditional self-love while dissolving soul-suppressing self-judgment. I wish for you loving mirrors and believing eyes. Until next episode, I'm sending you so much acceptance for your beautiful soul and know that I am your believing eyes. You've been listening to the Goddess Money Creation Podcast, all about soul mission, mindset, and money with your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Money Coach. If you want to learn more about activating your goddess and wildcrafting greater revenue, head on over to lifecoachjude.com. We work together to ignite clarity and strength and create more money by dissolving self-judgment and soul-suppressing inhibitions. Head on over to lifecoachjude.com. 